Hey, here we are, another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Today, we've got Cousin Julie back by popular demand. We're going to talk a little bit about child and parent coaching. How many instructions do you think the average kid gets in a day? I think the answer is going to blow your mind. Also, neighbor disputes involving snowblowers and breastfeeding. So much more. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza. Fresh ingredients, low prices, delicious meals, Royal Pizza. And by Larkin's Wine and Spirits, committed to personal service since 1935. Small Town Scuttlebots. All right, let's do this podcast today. It's Rick Fink Jr. across the table from me. Liz, tell it like it is daily. And to our left, my left, Liz's right, is Cousin Julie. She's back. Back by popular demand. Yeah. Right, by, Doug? By request. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we got a request. Yes. More, more Cousin Julie. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just hang out today. I'm tired. Yeah. I was up late last night. Why? Stand-up comedy. Oh, right. How'd it's, that go? It's not an old person's game, you know? I mean, it's late. It's a late night. Mm-hmm. It went good. It went good. Good. Yeah. And you basically had to drive to Montana. <laughs> yeah. I drove. I drove uh, all the way to Sudbury. It's thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Julie's bad. hometown. Yeah. Julie's home. Thanks right for showing up. Yeah. I, Thanks for coming out. <laughs> in fairness, I was at my kiddos back to school night at their elementary Ugh. school. So believe me, I would have Ooh. rather have been eating some chicken tikka masala and listening to you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing happened. This woman in the front row, mm-hmm. slightly tipsy, actually very tipsy. She fell right out of her chair. Stop. Yeah, it's never happened. I'm like, Love the- a drunk suburban mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, you know, what do you do? Like, this is one of those Did things. Did you acknowledge it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it was during your bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gave play-by-play as to what I was seeing for everybody else. I'm like, she's going down. She's hanging. <laughs> oh, nope. Nope. Butts on the ground. She's down. Not a drop spilled. Did from you give her line. a 10 count? <laughs> like, like, I, we were ring? like, how are you doing down there? I started interviewing her. <laughs> <laughs> holding the mic out. Was she looking for her dignity on the floor? <laughs> uh, she was She was good. She was a good, good. She was a trooper? Yeah, she was. She uh, suggested her and I get out of here, like in the middle of my set. Oh. That's how drunk she was. <laughs> she wanted to go home with me. How drunk does this one have to be? I always wonder. So you are you were at a suburban restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I imagine this woman, if she lives in the town, Sudbury Julie, I imagine like whenever you go out to dinner, you always see people you know, right? I do here. Mm-hmm. There had to be people in the restaurant she knew that are now telling this story to literally everyone in the drop-off line at school. They're going to tell it tomorrow on the soccer sidelines yeah. at Starbucks. Like, I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen Ashley last night. <laughs> she's, she's trying to pick up a comic with this like ridiculous dad bod and <laughs> receding hairline. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> That was a fun show. One of the guys there had opened for Bill Burr. Oh, An- wow. Another guy that was on the on the bill was, uh, he was on Last Comic Standing. Awesome. And then there was me. Very the cool. host of the world-renowned Small Town Scuttlebutt. So that was nice. You performed at Nick's Comedy Stuff. You've got creds. Don't sell yourself I do, short. but I've never been on national TV or uh, open for the most popular <laughs> stand-up comedian of our time. But, <laughs> but I was out there at the Indian restaurant. It was fun. It was good. 
Okay, so uh, what do we got going on today? What, how do you want to do the show? I know that you planned everything and you set up Julie coming over. Yeah. I've been kind of preoccupied with this Instagram shit. <laughs> what are you, 14? <laughs> so I have to make these videos. I know. I, and, I'm giving you shit, but you're doing all the social media for the podcast. So. <laughs> it's so bad because like when I'm doing it in the house, there's kids and they have to be quiet and my wife's doing something. And I'm yep. like, egg, and I have to like, guys... Dad is Instagramming right now, okay? <laughs> Quiet on the set, all I right? Can't, I can't, I'm shocked that Leslie hasn't passed out from aggressively eye-rolling every time you say that. <laughs> she, well, it's all in jest, you know? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like, guys, Dad's trying to get Insta-famous over here. <laughs> Can you turn down the SpongeBob? Uh, yeah, so I did. We've got an action-packed agenda today. We've got Cousin Julie back, also mm -hmm. known as the our version of Lana, from Three's Company. Isn't that what we said last time you were on? Yeah. Yes, but I think we made a mistake and we were calling her Lorna. Yes, we did. Oh, Lana. We did. Lana. 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 Yeah. Lana. Mm -hmm. Lana. Yes. Yeah. I'm still going to be Larry. That's fine. That's Larry fine. for life. I still yeah. want to be Chrissy. So, That's right. you know. <laughs> okay, so what's going on? So what are we I, doing? For, for our listeners who are not familiar with the last episode where we had Cousin Julie on, she is not only our small town scuttlebutt correspondent from Sudbury, she's also a professional coach. Yep. So she helps people be better versions of themselves, identify their blockers, unlock their full potential, basically, you know, making the world a better place for the rest of us. Um, yeah. So we're going to get into a little bit of that. I mm -hmm. want to hear some of what's going on in Sudbury, but... I wanted to kick it off with some back-to-school stories because, you know, that's where we are. We're, what, thir three weeks into back-to-school? Yep. Um, so <laughs> our kids just started middle school, Avery, Brady, and Rosie. And with that comes like, opportunities to try new things and new activities and get involved and whatnot. And so a few weeks ago, an email went out about getting involved in theater. So you could do set crew, tech crew, audition, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Great. So I was in Denver last week, and apparently Brady wanted to stay after school one day to go and sign up to participate in set crew. I only know this because Dan texted me in the middle of my offsite to say, what's the phone number for the after school program? I have to call them to let them know Brady won't be coming today. I turn to my female colleague and I go, can you fucking believe this? And I go, if he just Googled it, he would already have the information right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. anyway, Brady stays after school. Apparently mm -hmm. that day was to audition for the play. So Dan picks him up. He's like, how'd it go? He's like, oh, it was auditions. It wasn't for set crew. Being the involved parent that he is, he didn't ask any follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. So there we are. Mm -hmm. So a few days ago, I'm CC'd on an email from the teacher who's leading the musical production of Aladdin, she emailed Brady, we missed you at rehearsal today. You had such an amazing audition. You have a very substantial part in the play. I hope to see you tomorrow. Yes. Because you're Aladdin. <laughs> women drop out of the workforce. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go, Brady, you got cast in the play. You auditioned for the play? Because I didn't mean to. I go, you accidentally auditioned for the play and you got a substantial part. You got the part as Aladdin. Yeah, I, I, I go, <laughs> you were supposed to be rehearsal today. He goes, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I was like, buddy, but you tried out, like you got a role. I really think you should give it a shot. You mm -hmm. know, go tomorrow, see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. Email her back and tell her that I'm not doing it. I go, no, I'm not going to do that. Ooh. If you don't want to do it, you have to tell her okay. that you don't want to do okay. it. Okay, yeah. He goes, fine. 
I should have coached him through the email to her because he was basically like, I don't want to act. I never want to act. I didn't mean to audition. I only want to do set crew. I won't be coming to rehearsal. But it was like it was like a psychotic response. Oh, that was all in an email. (laughs) One cent toppy. Yes. Yes. And so she was lovely. She emailed back. She's like, I hope, you know, hope you change your mind. You did a great job, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Brady, what did you have to do to audition? He's like, I had to read some stuff and I had to sing. You sang? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what did you sing? She's like, I don't even remember. And I was like, I've never heard you sing. I go, sing something for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing that. So, yeah, he accidentally auditioned for the play, got a big role, and decided to quit. Yeah. Kind of a power That's move. That's amazing. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's the least dramatic of my three children, so I'm shocked he got cast in the play. He's holding so, it all together is, with, with all the is. other drama going on in the yeah. house, and, and then this is his outlet. Yes, this is his opportunity like, to shine yes. on the stage. Uh, let's back it up to, mm-hmm. to the dynamic between you and your husband, because, you know, Julie, you just mentioned uh, this is why women have to drop out of the workforce, right? I have to concur. As a guy here who's always shitting on, you know, <laughs> women who want equality but won't, you know. Won't go the, earn a paycheck. Won't go earn the paycheck. <laughs> like their husband can do the working. I'll just stay mm-hmm. home here and, you know, preach equality. Uh, we kind of forced your hand, yeah. right? Back us into a corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because, um, I mean, you guys do this stuff better. Just staying on top of emails. Also, Dan, uh, the big crime committed here is uh, I always tell my kids, you know, like, you know, that that quote, lead, follow or get out of the way. Yes. I, I tell mm-hmm. my son that on, you know, not, not like beaten to death with mm-hmm. it, but something I point out. I'm like, look, man, either be the leader or take or recognize the leader in the group and just sign on and, and make yeah. it work or just stay out of people's way. Yes. Just because if you want to be a likable person. Getting in the way is going to be the biggest deterrent for you. Absolutely. That is such a frustrating thing. Mm-hmm. When someone's mm-hmm. just there to just fuck it up or mm-hmm. or or be incompetent yeah. or or uh, be, you know, the, 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 the Debbie Downer in the group. Like, don't be a why. Don't, don't be cynical. Mm-hmm. Like, just either if you don't like it, just go find another group. Right. Right. The other thing I teach my kids is never ask a question that you could easily find the answer yep. to yourself because that's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Going back to mm-hmm. that, that's a that's an example of you're in the way. You're not right. leading. You're not following. You're just sacking someone else's time to do something that you could have done yourself. Yeah. Right. Yes. What it's time not is your own problem? What time is the rehearsal? You can find that out. You mm-hmm. know. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so. So so I, I guess I'm. I'm on the side of, of the moms here. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, we you appreciate got it. that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and you know, no pressure to the kid for being in the play. Like, if yeah, you, you know, I I mean, I understand. You know, he doesn't want to be on stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, it's like it's such a tough thing as parents though, because you don't want your kid to quit something without actually giving it a shot, and that's what I was like kind of struggling with. But. In, in this case, though, it happened by accident, yeah, which is amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, he's my spirit animal. I, <laughs> I, mean, I accidentally got the lead right. part. <laughs> right? I mean, I can't, like, I I don't know what was going through his head when she was like, here, read this. Okay, now sing something. Like, at what point was he not like, you know what? This doesn't feel like set crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he got in too deep. He's like, I think wow. so. And then he probably got embarrassed. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't know how to get himself out of the situation. Sure. Like, uh, learning to advocate for yourself. Yes. And be like, oh, you know what, Mrs. Uh, Jones or whatever. I, yeah. I feel like uh, I just want to make the 
the trees. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, yes. You know, and I want to give me some paint and yeah, whatever. I want to make the mountain scene mm. in the back. I don't want to sing. Yes. Okay. Anyway. All right. Another back to school item. And Julie, I want your opinion on this because I think Rick and I are on the opposite ends of the spectrum Ooh. here with this one. Mm. So our sixth graders, third week of school, went on a three day field trip to mm. Hale Reservation. Mm. Not overnights, but three full days. So. Yeah, ex- explain a little bit about I will. what yeah what, what this is. So I have the flyer here. So it is a team-building trip into nature at Hale Reservation. Students will engage in a series of activities over three days, such as orienteering, orienteering low ropes challenge course, high ropes, forestry, and more. Mm-hmm. I just need my kid to know how to do math. I don't need them to know anything about forestry. Now... They said that they're doing this because as our new sixth graders enter middle school, we relish the opportunity to build collaborative skills, build community, and appreciate nature. I love that. Mm-hmm. Do they have to do it for three fucking days to the tune of $370? Ooh, wait, there's money wait. involved. Oh, that's oh yeah. Because I have two kids. I have two kids. There was $185 each. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Rick. So my take is I love it. I think it's absolutely <laughs> terrific. Yep. Because it's, uh, it, you know, when I was in sixth grade, we went to environmental camp a whole week. Wow, we got on a bus and we went to overnight camp for a week to uh, a place on Cape Cod, and it was fascinating. It was like outdoor classroom stuff. There's so much more you're gonna learn, and yeah, you could like you got a whole you got a whole 12 year you know elementary school and high school career to do your stuff. This Mm -hmm. is we're taking a beat. You know, everyone's changing. Everyone's going through. You know, there's clicks are gonna start developing now. There's uh things that are cool, things that aren't cool. There's a lot of pressures, right? I think that this just kind of gets everyone on the same page. It's it's a very, very, very nice to have. It's not a it's not a necessity. You know you're in a good school district in a community when your kids are going off to three days of... Right. Uh, off to the reservation to become one with nature. Mm-hmm. That, that's a nice privilege, I think. And uh, one that uh, I, I think is terrific because this stuff is important. You know, don't go through life being oblivious to things around you, you know, like... Stop and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to this stuff. Well, I don't. I don't disagree with that. It was just mm-hmm. the three days I felt like was excessive. Yeah. Well, what I would uh, agree with you on is the, the cost. Like yeah. there's a barrier of entry there. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and eighty-five dollars. I'm sorry, but sixty-three percent of our property taxes goes to the schools, mm-hmm. and you want more, mm-hmm. right? Like. And this is a town that talks about, you know, equity mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'm like, inclusion. Inclusion yeah. and all that stuff. Now, I'm one who, like, uh, rolls his eyes when he hears that shit, right? Because it's like, it's, it's just too much. It's it's just a lot. But at the same time, I go, well, you know what? I mean, there's merit to it, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I don't want to be like I'm awesome, but, you know, we we donated for another kid. Yeah. Like, cause I know there's going to be people that are just like, I can't, can't fucking pay for this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I can't, or, or it's a choice. If I pay for this, I can't pay for that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The parents are in a bind. Yeah. Like they're kind of, they have to, you mm-hmm. can't not let you, every mm-hmm. kid is going, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jules. Okay. Thoughts? So my take, I'm somewhere in the middle on this one, mm-hmm. but I'm probably leaning a little more towards Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I agree, three days feels excessive. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea that it's a hundred and eighty some odd dollars. I think that's insane, and I do think that it shines a light on, you know, the inequity for some. I tend to look at this stuff through like a bigger picture, 
long-term approach where in the grand scheme of things, you're right. Like it's important for them to kind of get out and use their minds and be away from screens and classrooms and whatnot. Three days feels excessive for me. Mm-hmm. The yeah. weather's great. It's perfect time of I year. Mean, yeah, they couldn't have asked for better weather yep. this week. New school. Let's all just get on the same page. I assume the kids love it. Brady loved it. Avery could take it or leave it, you know, but but he did. He did. He's enjoyed it. They're back there again today. Yeah. So okay. He was yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. Rosie, Rosie comes home from school. I'm not allowed to ask her how her day was. That's just. Yeah. I get the 11 year old girl attitude. Mm-hmm. So and I try to avoid mm-hmm. <laughs> waking up that monster. Yeah. So occasionally I learned this. Maybe it started last year. Occasionally on half day Wednesdays in Sudbury, which there's there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Our kids have come home and said, we had all specials today. So rather than a normal Wednesday curriculum, they have, you know, music, art, Spanish, all condensed into the the morning. And I assume that's just because the teachers are doing something extra. Mm-hmm. And it's not often. It happens maybe twice a year. And some of the parents get really, really frustrated with this and angry because of the loss of learning. My philosophy is... I could care less. Like, <laughs> great. Great for the teachers. Great for the kids. You found a way to keep our kids in school. Well, whatever it is you had to do. And my kids got specials today. Yeah, they're still learning The kids something. are going to be, be fine. Yeah. yeah. Kids are going to be fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. They only go to school for three and a half hours on those days. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it like people get so up in arms. and they have nothing better to do. Right. Or any, anything else to really worry about. So they concern themselves with minutia. Well, the optics with teachers getting the half day. like mm-hmm. It looks like a half day for everybody. I mean, but when you're a teacher, you, you have to go to these. Right. The meetings. Right. You don't have professional development. Yes. And most of them are bullshit. Like, I bet. Like, I've been there, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you go to the auditorium and you listen to some speaker, usually superintendent or whatever, mm-hmm. and half the teachers are correcting papers mm-hmm. and trying to multitask yeah. and, like, catch up on things and it's all, you know, it's not bad. I mean, you get some good discussions. You get some insights on stuff. I remember one time everyone was pissed because we had somebody come in talking about um, uh, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And we all went through a stress-reducing mindfulness exercise. And all you could hear are teachers going, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I could be doing so many other right? things right now. I have. 50 fucking papers. Yeah, you're just sitting there getting more stressed out as you're supposed to be meditating. So (laughs) I have a question. So, Rick, you're a former teacher, Mm -hmm. educator, right? Mm -hmm. And a parent. I'm curious if I'm alone in this or not. And you weigh in, Liz. Mm -hmm. Like, as a parent, right, a lot of times now, especially the age that I'm getting, my children. Which is what? How old? 48. Oh, you. I thought you were talking about your kids. Okay, no. Damn it. 48, though. I'm still the oldest in the room. (laughs) Um, With my children's teachers, this happens also with babysitters. It happened with daycare teachers. Like, Mm -hmm. Liz, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Do you feel this, like, need to be liked? Um, Yes. Okay. By who? (laughs) By who? The te- like, I want my children's <laughs> teacher to know, like, I'm the cool mom. Yes. I'm not going to even, yes. I'm not going to be that okay. mom. Yes. Like, okay. how are you? How was your summer? And right. it's not, it's genuine. Yep. Because I feel I feel like I'm a really normal, real, genuine person. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So as a teacher, did you, did you care about the parents? Did you just care that they weren't annoying? I felt like, you know, we're both working together for the betterment of their kid. Mm-hmm. It was like a partnership. I would, I was not an over communicator. And at the high school level, I don't. 
I mean, not where I taught. There mm-hmm. was a lot of interacting. There was there was some uh, parent-teacher conferences. It was, you know, the parents that don't need to be having a conversation with me about their kids are because they're doing absolutely mm. terrific. Yeah. There's really nothing to... There's no focus correction. Like the yeah. kid's an A-plus student. He's wonderful. You know this. You just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're here because you just want to... You want to hear it. <laughs> you, want to hear, you want the validation. You're working mm-hmm. hard on your end, and you just want that, you know confirmation yes. and I'm well, going to give it to you. But then there's like the kid who's falling behind. Yeah. He's not always coming to school. You know, there's issues that we sh- should probably work on. And um, those parents are the absent parents. Yeah. And that's just. Well, thing. sometimes I feel like my, my coolness could make up for some of my children's like douchery. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I promise we're a really normal mom and dad. Yeah. And- it's like, you're lucky I like your mom. <laughs> exactly. Now give me those matches. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I, to- I totally, I go into a parent-teacher conference like ready to crack a joke. Mm-hmm. A lot of times at my kids' expense. Yeah, so I remember going into like the daycare classroom and being like, "So, how was your weekend?" Which yes, I'm like, you... "Right, they're they're not my contemporaries. I I'm know, like twenty years older than them." Oh, I I used to. We don't get babysitters anymore because obviously yeah. Will's old enough to babysit. But like when we did get babysitters, like college age kids coming over, I would talk to them like I was still in yes, college, yes. and I, and like they're they're three seconds away from calling me ma'am. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like right. I'm so unrelatable. <laughs> I but know. I just I don't feel. I know. As cripplingly old as I am. Well, I'll tell you, if you go to these parent-teacher conferences, a gift is always very... Like, the kid told his mom that I like Pink Floyd. She comes with the Wish You Were Here record album and just no way. gives the, it to me. The parent? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're not allowed that to do that. That off limits. That, that does. That feels That's like... basically buying your teacher's affection. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, another another one, um, they were Armenian, and um, me and her kid were talking about the Armenian genocide, and she came and just gave me two books on it. Like, hey. All right. That's different. That's it's still different. a little bit That's different. A different book, academic. Yeah. I feel like that was like a little bit of a come on. Yeah. 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 Well, got... How did her kid do in your class? Was it, Were they doing well? Uh Good, but uh, some, mm. some areas to work some on more, a little bit. See, room for improvement. But, but, Here's but, a Pink Floyd but, album. But there, yeah, but, <laughs> no, the, it, there was no bribery going on. I th- it was it was a, it was a good. Uh, you you kind of develop some relationships. You know, mm-hmm. some some are like I want to be in, involved in my kids' education. How are we doing? There's a communication like line going right, on. and then others you never hear from. See, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. When I went to my sons, who. My son claims to not like school, but he's the first one at the bus stop, and he runs home happy as a pig and shit every day, <laughs> right? Uh, we would go to his school, and we meet his teacher, Miss DePisa. She is awesome. I really like her. 13 years teacher. She's from here. She went to school here, like that kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie was just so excited to show us everything in the classroom. Aww. We were one of the first people at the open house and one of the last to leave, mm-hmm. and like we said goodbye to her like three times and then Charlie's <laughs> like, oh, I got one more thing. And we just, it was nice. It was, it was cool. That's nice. Yeah. So guys, I'm going to show you up on all of this talk. Because, <laughs> and I, so last night, as I mentioned, parent hmm. teacher night, uh, back to school conference. So these weren't one-on-one, mm-hmm. one-on-one meetings. Do you know how in classrooms, outside the classroom, they often have like about me yeah. on the wall. So you get yep. to guess who your kid is. Um, <laughs> So I went to my daughter's classroom. She's in second grade. She's seven. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a list of um, things that I did this summer, things that I enjoy, my hopes and dreams. So two, two uh, statements. Pr- proud parent moment here. 
things she enjoy. Eating, sleeping, and ripping paper. (laughs) (laughs) That's an ASMR thing. Yes. My hopes and dreams include getting into juvie. No way. Oh, man. And for our listeners out there, I am showing Liz and Rick a picture that I took last night of that very statement, my hopes and dreams getting into juvie. Does she know what juvie is? Apparently she does. So I came home last night. She was still awake. And I said, "Um, Maeve, I saw that one of your hopes and dreams for this year is to get into juvie. What does that mean? And she said, juvenile hall. And I said, how do you know about that? And she's just shrugged and went, mm. And I said, what about juvenile hall excites you? And she said, well... I heard they have toilets in the rooms that you sleep in, so you don't even have to get up and walk to a bathroom. <laughs> so I think I need to review our content controls and yeah, she's check just out. like binge watching scared straight videos on YouTube. I know. <laughs> Does she understand oh, awesome. that it's a it's a kind of a jail for kids? Like, I use like that you, exact phrase. I said, "Maybe you do realize this is jail for kids." Mm-hmm. Didn't phase her. Really? So well, she so, likes to eat and sleep. So you should, there's a cot right there. Yeah. They bring you food. They can only <laughs> rip paper because you can't have sharp exactly. objects. So I That's think right. That it's perfect. Yeah. Um, we should have Maeve on and be like, Maeve, mm-hmm. what do you thinking for? Uh, the crime that's going to get you in there. Yeah. What do you think? What would Maeve do that would get her into juvie? I don't know because she (laughs) is pretty, she's, she's a pretty, you know, pretty obedient child. She's a rule follower. I don't think seven year olds have what it takes to get to juvie. Right. They just don't have it in them. You'd literally have to, you'd have to, like steal a car. You couldn't even do that. You couldn't even reach the pedal. Physically you're (laughs) unable to, you're, I feel bad for this kid because her dreams are like <laughs> kind of out of reach. Her brother, on the other hand, yeah. is absolutely working to be like Okay, well, then she just needs to be the accomplice. Yeah, That's there right. You go. Yes. There you go. That's great. Royal Pizza has some great deals on quality meals. Buy any four pizzas, get a fifth pizza of equal or lesser value free. Or buy any three large subs and get $2 off. One large cheese pizza, one order of chicken fingers or wings, and a two-liter soda, only $29.99. And if you call now, you'll get $5 off orders of $45 or more. So, you just need to mention these coupons when ordering. Offers may not be combined. Just go visit royalpizza.com for a complete menu. Larkins offers an excellent selection of top quality wines, beers, and spirits. And they take 20% off when you purchase six bottles of wine. It's the perfect opportunity to stock up and discover new flavors. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff are experts in craft brews and worldwide wines. Have a specific dish in mind? Let Larkins help you find the perfect wine pairing to elevate your culinary experience. So, to recap... Come explore Larkin's for an exceptional collection of wines, beers, and spirits, and enjoy a fantastic 20% off when you purchase six bottles of wine. Experience the taste of excellence at Larkin's. Visit them now at larkinswinespirits.com. All 
All right, should we shift gears and talk about some neighbor feuds? Yeah, yeah. All right. Like, so who has them? Like, I'm, well, I'm getting along swimmingly with all my neighbors. Yeah, I don't even talk to my neighbors, so I can't fight with them if we don't even interact. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> and I'm totally conflict-averse, so I never get into right. disputes, but I like to watch them. You and like you've to watch got, them, yeah. You have something going on. Is it in your neighborhood or in your town, Jules? In our town, um, sort of neighborhood, but a little bit a little bit ways away. So t- I'm curious to hear what you guys think of this. I think I know the answer before I tell the story, but... Um, so we've got two neighbors who are two, two members of the community who live next door to each other. One has a snowblower. This is going back a year or two. One has a snowblower and also now gets his driveway plowed in the wintertime. Okay. Next door is a family. Said family doesn't have a snowblower or it shit the bed or something so these two neighbors are talking and man with the snowblower says oh i've got one i was going to sell it on yard sale um but i'm happy to it's got to be tuned up i'm happy to take it for a tune-up i think that'll cost about a hundred dollars or 75 dollars and then i'll sell it to you for that price i'll just i'll do that work and he was like that's great yeah absolutely great so this guy's not looking to make money he's just just cover the being a good neighbor. Yeah. Cover the, the cost. Exactly. I don't want to give you a broken machine, yeah, so, so I'll go get it fixed. But you just pay for that. I'm going to get it tuned up. You okay. pay for the tune up, and Sounds it's yours, cool. yeah. right? Great, great mm-hmm. neighbor. Okay. So he does that, brings the snowblower over, and at that moment, the 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 new owners of the snowblower say, "Awesome, great. I don't have cash on me right now, but I'll I'll bring it next door in a little while or tomorrow or whatnot." So a few days or a week goes by, it snows, neighbor comes over. Neighbor doesn't have the money, mm-hmm. but neighbor has homemade lavender or seaweed soaps. But it's not 1870 where you like trade chickens for <laughs> shit, like what the fuck? Yeah, the barter system. <laughs> yes, the kicker here old school. is neighbor says, I know we talked about covering the cost of the snowblower. We used it. It's okay, but it actually doesn't work as well as we thought it would. So we're not going to give you the money. But I made you all of these lovely soaps for the trouble you went through. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Meaning these are the leftovers I couldn't sell at the <laughs> farmer's the market. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got to get rid of them because they're cluttering up the house. So <gasps> that is well, what, what do we think about this, people? That is uh, crazy. At first it was like 75 or or $100, mm-hmm. which, again... Sudbury, meeting home price, a million dollars. Probably a drop in a bucket in the bucket for the neighbor. Like, just do what you agreed to do and give him the hundred bucks. Chuck it up as a loss. You, exactly. You're going to be living next door to this person. And now you look like a jerk, mm-hmm. I think. Rick. The person who is paying with soap is a jerk? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, if you were that person, you're like, oh, I got a snowblower. And then you get the snowblower and it's not good. It's like, well, this is not it works. It works. It works. But not. And you don't currently have one, and right. you just got a snowblower for seventy five dollars. Really long driveway yeah. for seventy five dollars. Sorry if the blade doesn't go down to like point oh oh one millimeters. Yeah. Well, I think that the uh, initial owner made the mistake of going that extra step and getting it tuned up and then giving it to you. I would have said, "Hey, pal, look, it's like sometimes these machines they sit in your shed." Over mm-hmm. the winter, like if I have a chainsaw, for example, and I leave it in the winter, but I don't put anything 
an additive into the mm-hmm, gas. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to work next mm-hmm. year. Right, I'm going right. to have to get that fixed, yeah. right? But you just go do it. You know, it, it works. It just needs to be mm-hmm. fixed. That, that's what happened here. I feel like the guy could have just said, look, man, take it as is. It's yeah. It's it's a lawnmower uh, or a snowblower or whatever. It's going to need a $100 tune-up. If you're cool with that, over to you. And then that person absorbs it, does it, takes care of it. It's out of your hands. You got mm-hmm. it cleared out of your house. That was the... That was yeah. the, the the pro for you. Like I freed up some space in my garage. Mm-hmm. That's worth it to just get rid of it, and knowing it's gonna get used still, and not instead of contributing to the landfill. Waste, yeah, yeah. I think I think the message here is we should all just follow Liz and not talk to our neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> don't get involved. Don't get involved. Stay away. <laughs> just and also the other thing is yeah, because just give it to them. I mean, you weren't making a profit. You were trying to be. Nice. I gave my lawnmower to to my buddy. Yeah, just straight up. I said, there you go. Take it. You come pick it up. Get it out of my hands. Get out of my shed. hands. If it needs to be tuned up, you I'm, can tune I'm not it up. mowing lawns anymore. I'm mm-hmm. getting a landscaper, so I don't need this, and I don't, I'm not going to take money from you. Like, we just help each other out all the time, yeah. you know? I just can't imagine looking at someone and saying, I'm not going to give you money, but here's some soap. Like, it's she just may such or a may bizarre not get a contact dermatitis right? It's just such a bizarre thing to me. And soap is such a stupid thing that like, <laughs> artisan soaps mm-hmm. are the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, the ones that have like textures in it? Yes. Like, exfoliating. Exfoliating. Mm-hmm. And you only buy them at Christmas and, and you use them up by the by mid-January and yeah. you've moved on. And it's like, it's more about fragrance and the, the look of it. Yes. As yeah. opposed to actual, it's like... usefulness, yeah. Is it 99.99% pure, like, ivory? No, it's not. It's got a bunch of shit in it and colors and... Also, I can't... I, they smell too much. You ever walk by, like... Yes. A fragrancy place? Like, I can't... Get, like, a headache? Yeah. Like, w- you want to punish me. Put me in a Yankee In a Bath and Body store. Works? Yes. Oh, they're awful. So Avery loves Bath and Body Works, and every time we go in there, I'm like, oh, it smells like a French whorehouse in here. Mm. Like, I can't. Mm. It's just so many things coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've got a couple more neighbor stories where we get, we get to judge who's in the wrong in these, which that's that's why we have this podcast, yeah. so we can sit back and judge people. Where, where are these uh, items coming from? My favorite subreddit, Am okay. I the Asshole? Okay, good, good. All right. <laughs> All right. So this woman mm-hmm. is posting, last month my old neighbors moved out and some new ones moved in. A couple in their late 20s with four small children. It's people fucking Mormon. Who has four kids in their late 20s? And when did you start having them? Yeah, and they're all four of them. That means four. they're like one after another. I would imagine. Mom gets like two months recovery time, yeah. and then she's like, "Yep." So she, the wife is a stay-at-home mom, obviously, mm-hmm. and the husband's a trucker. I'm sorry. Let's just stop. For, I feel mm-hmm. bad for this woman. Like, what's it like being pregnant 75 percent mm. of the time over the course of four years? And in your 20s, in your 20s, in your prime, in your prime. Like, is that bod really going to bounce back? No. Oh. Well, actually, maybe it would. Maybe, maybe in that's your 20s, why maybe? The, the husband maybe. knows what's up. It's yeah. like let's. <laughs> Let's knock this out now before you start falling downhill. (laughs) I am the youngest of four, and my brother and I were only a year apart, and my mom went for her six-week postpartum checkup, and the doctor said, what are you going to name this one? And she burst into tears. This is the story told over and over again. (laughs) Perhaps we need an episode on this. No wonder Julie's a people pleaser. (laughs) (laughs) I love that your mom and dad tell that story. Julie, we were so upset that we were going to have you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
There's none. <laughs> I cried. I it was cried a traumatic the, event. Mind you, she awesome. couldn't tell you you didn't get the part in Annie, but she basically told you you weren't wanted. And, <laughs> and then, but then later in life, like or earlier before that, when I was, they wouldn't tell us how babies are made. My mm-hmm. dad was like, "You were just in a, you were in a room in a bassinet, raising your hand, saying, pick me, pick me.'" And I was like, "He's like, and we picked you because you had red hair." And I was like, "So I was adopted." <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, Jesus. I know. I know. So much to unpack. Yes. Next so much episode. Yes. We're gonna really dig deep. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, wife stays at home. Husband's a trucker. So this this neighbor goes to, over to introduce herself. She brings them a pie. She said, "I didn't really like their vibe, but I'm a friendly person, so I tried inviting the wife to things." So there's this is kind of a long post, but the the this long, woman. I'm sorry. This woman sounds like a bitch already. The long and short of it is right. I didn't get their vibe, but I want yeah. to be nice. Like I know. it's almost like she's better than them, and I'm trying to help you. Oops, sorry. Yeah. So this, so this woman, the poster, she's also in her her twenties. She does. She extends an invitation to the new mom mm-hmm. to come over and have coffee, you know, with her and her friends or whatever. And the the mom brings her four kids with her. Ooh, no. Yep. Yuck. No. Yuck. And then so. She invited the new neighbor, Molly, to two different things, lunch at my house and also a walk slash hike me and the others were going on. Both times she just assumed she could bring her kids and showed up to my house with them. I turned her away from lunch at my house because I don't want four rowdy kids under the age of six in my not childproof house. Oh. She was upset because she did. She's has no one who can watch them and she can't come without them. Yeah. You can't turn them away. Right. I, yeah, that's yeah, rude. This woman You just got to suck it up. Suck yeah. it up. And so, don't do it again. So then she, since then, I've been avoiding Molly like the plague. I just don't want to be her friend. She's invited me over, asked to come over and bring her kids. She even asked me to watch her kids the other day so she can have a break. I barely know the woman, and I feel like her behavior is pretty inappropriate, and she's just maybe not picking up on social cues. This woman is an ultimate snob. Yeah, she, and I think it can be an and. Like, this woman could be a total mm-hmm. bitch and said what well, mama four can have a lack of awareness and not pick up yes. on social yes. I think yes. if there's wrong think, on both sides, yep. I do feel bad for the mom with four kids because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And to never have a break is a lot. And maybe she doesn't know anybody, so she's just trying to reach out and yeah. get some help. But... I mean, most people, I think if I got an invitation like that, kids or no kids, question mark. Yes. Your kid's going to be there? Nope. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Can't come. Yeah. And it seems like this neighborhood maybe doesn't have a lot of other young family. I'm just hypothesizing because otherwise maybe she would have found other stay-at-home mom friends. But it seems like this is a youngish type of neighborhood where kids aren't really in the picture yet. So. It's probably pretty lonely. I just hear a lot of immaturity in this yes, exchange. Yes, they're like, in their 20s. Like you're in your 20s. You're still selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you're doing things great, but you want it to be done great in you, on your terms, and you're not considering, you know, you have four kids over here. Like, what, what do you think she was going to do with them? It sounds like they're too young to be in school because this could have been a... Yes, yeah, so they well, were under six them, years old. Yeah, so, get yeah. the kids on the bus, you know, mm-hmm. then walk the dog and come on over. We'll have some coffee. And yeah. We'll, we'll talk. You know. Now, Julie, as a professional coach, how would you coach someone to navigate that situation? So this woman has decided she does not like her neighbor and she's trying to avoid her. Is there something, I don't know, they could do to defuse the situation? Is there like some common ground? Mm. I mean, I guess the woman who was having the lunch that didn't want mom and kids to come mm-hmm. or didn't want mom to come with kids in tow... I guess I would ask, what is it? Is your current strategy 
of avoiding and the mental gymnastics that goes along with that Mm -hmm. working for you? Or is there a better way if the end goal is, I just, I don't want to be in this person's life, then is there a better way to go about it that would feel better? So you're not living in constant avoidance, right? You're not like peeking out to see like, can I dash to my car without her seeking me? Like that seems like an awful way to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And very passive aggressive. Too. Yeah. But let's face it, on the other hand, the assertive way to handle mm-hmm. this would be painful. Yes. Right. You're hurting because you're someone's hurting someone's feelings. Well, yeah. she, not that often in life we say, I actually don't really want to be in your life. She, yeah. She, that feels bad. Well, like she, she basically said, you can turn around and walk out of here with your kids. Lunch invitations revoked. That is the ultimate snub. Yeah. It's you're doing more harm than good. The fact if someone pulled that stunt on me. Uh, we're done. We're, yeah. We don't have to talk. Yeah. That's You're, not someone you want to be friends with anyway. No, yeah. Smile and the wave. The lunch host shouldn't have to even be working at this because mom of four should mm-hmm. loathe her now. Yes. yes. Right? That's what I think. I would. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. I had a problem in after college in my early 20s hanging out with friends. Uh, you know, the guys would get together, like mm-hmm. five or six of us. Would go, there's always one guy that just brought his girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. The whole dynamics changed. Mm-hmm. Not that we're just not that we're going to be all like locker room talk all night long, mm-hmm. and you know we're all in pursuit of getting lit. But we're, you're going to just pause and think just, about something. We're going yeah. to the dive bar, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to play golden tea and play some darts and That's order so pictures, and then the girls here, and we all have to be like, oh hi, yeah. like. Did he want her there, or was she like, you're not going out with your buddies without me? Uh, it was one of those things. Like, I I always was able to separate. Like, tonight yeah. is date night. Yeah. That's just going to be you and me. Tonight is me and the guys. Or mm-hmm. tonight is you and the girls, and I'm just going to hang out because yep. that's what I feel like. To- but never am I going to try to bring it all together. No. Like, like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Now, there's times where couples go out. That's great. Yeah. But that's the that's dynamic. Different. But when you're like... I feel like in that situation, the guy friend that brought the girl, like a normal um, response to invite for night out is, are we bringing, are we bringing girlfriends or not? Yeah. Is this a guy's night or is it like, you know what I mean? That's a. You know what really pissed me off is I, as you can imagine, I'm the one who addressed it. (laughs) How'd that go? Maybe it's just a guy's night, right? And uh, no one else backed me up. Really? Yeah, because because they're like you, Julie. They they're uh, what what's the term you used? Uh, conflict adverse or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no one wants to. I'm like just just say yeah. That what, sounds what, great. What do you want? You want you want to like? And I'd go. I'd start doing the political mm. angle. Like I'd go one to one. Like I'm I'm sort of like, you know, lobbying for for what I want. I'm like, hey, George, what do you say? Right. You know? There's safety in numbers. It would be very easy for your other friends. Yeah. To be like sounds good. Exactly. Yeah. Like, can we just can I get a little support when yeah. I suggest? Like, or or do we want Karen to come with us? <laughs> you know, like right. What is she? Like, what is she bringing to the table? Does she add to it? it right. Changed, it just changed. It, yeah. We are not ourselves, our authentic Completely. selves. Mm-hmm. We are all on good behavior, mm-hmm. and I yep. don't feel like being mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Me, exactly. You know? I don't exactly. want to watch my language my or language, whatever yeah. and i don't you know there might be things that i want to share with you guys that i sure shit don't want her to know about mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that was a big one it's like yeah. i yeah, want i want to speak freely no i trust the five of you mm-hmm. we've been friends since college this girl might not be in the picture in a little bit exactly and she might be scorned and she mm-hmm. might Write a book. Yeah, you don't need well, to be you know, emotionally invested in their relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why am I on your date? Yeah. 
It's weird. Yeah, you're so cheap. <laughs> Take her on a date. Uh, like, yeah. anyway. This doesn't count. Yeah. No. So I, as far as that neighbor thing goes, I, I would. Uh, so so what are the responses mm-hmm. from people? Um, most people backed the poster. No. That said that the, that the, they felt bad for the stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. but they felt like she overstepped by always having her kids around. They're all wrong. Yeah. Those, the, all those people are the assholes because, <laughs> first of all, you, you created a situation for this neighbor to fail. She has yep. four kids. She cannot abdicate responsibility. She cannot turn on the TV or give them video games and say, don't go right. anywhere. I'll be back in an hour right. and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. She can't do that. If you didn't take into consideration the other person's things that are going on, and you just expect her to figure it out. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I wonder if so the, the poster doesn't have children, obviously, but I, like, mm-hmm. let's fast of forward five, five years yeah. and she maybe has a couple kids and she reflects back on that situation. Will she think, oh, I should have handled that differently because yeah. now yeah. I, I have empathy. Absolutely. For, you know? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's like that, that quote of, you know, I I I was the best mom ever before I had, had kids. kids. Yes. You have no perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This reminds me totally total side note, but when my son who who is 9 was a baby, um I breastfed him for the first couple of months and my husband and I took him into Boston to see friends who actually I shouldn't tell the story. Edit it out. <laughs> Basically, I, 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 it had been like... talking about breasts. Yeah, I know, no, more in case, more for the people, but I'll just say it anyway. I had to feed him. It had been like three or four hours, mm-hmm. and I was like, I got to feed him. We were at the at this point at the base of their apartment building um, on the the water, and I was like, do you guys mind if before we head back to Sudbury, I come up quickly because I got to feed him. The wife was like, I do actually. Um, there's some really good benches over Stop. here. This is on like the um, by, by the seaport um, by the Long Wharf. I'm, she wouldn't let me in their apartment. To, oh my to god! Sit on a cu- and I was like, she's like, it's really messy. And I was like, I don't care. But as you can see, he's melting down, and I don't have a yeah. bottle, so I have to feed him. Yep. I was never that. I was not comfortable whipping out my boob on in a bench. Public. And I just wasn't like yeah. I wanted to be so. That's awful. I was awful. like, we're out of here, and I had to get off. It was rush hour traffic. James was driving. We had to get off in Newton Corner, and I had to get go into the Buffs Pub back parking lot. No, hop in the back seat and get nurse him. Oh that's, my god, that's ridiculous. That's obnoxious. Yeah. That woman is an asshole. <laughs> I don't understand the whole breastfeeding thing. It's it's a very natural thing, and it, it's got to get done. And you know, you do it where we we have to evolve as a society mm-hmm. and not just l- look at boobs as like. Aesthetics. <laughs> there's actual. There's actual functional. Functional. They, they serve a purpose. Yeah. I think, and I think for me too. I was like, I was never some like Hilaria Baldwin that could just right. like, you know, stock, you know, grab things from cabinets while my baby was hanging off my boob. Yeah. Like I needed the perfect environment yeah. with like a, a pillow yes. and like water. Anyway, my wife and I were up. This is before we had kids. Mm-hmm. We were up in New Hampshire at this. Uh, this cool, like hippie kind of pizza place. It mm-hmm. is really nice, cool vibe, you know, and a lot of sunlight and open concept. And we're sitting down and this woman who uh, was our age, you know, early thirties at the time, she had 
two kids. One of them had, he must have been about six. Mm-hmm. He had gotten up from his chair. I think I might have told this before. Oh, yes, this sounds he, familiar. He got up from <laughs> his chair, walked around, got up on his mom. No. Sat up on her lap, lifted up her shirt, pulled out her, pulled down her bra. This big, giant titty just pops out. I mean, this thing was glorious. It was like a <laughs> double D. Like, this thing was full. This thing needed to get milked. <laughs> and it was like, I remember the kid, I was like, you just have to stare. It's like a car accident, yes. right? You have to just stare. I'm not gawking, but I'm, I have gawking. a staring. I, 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 I would have yes, gawked. Yes, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This kid, he he, two-handed grabbed oh the God. boob. And, like, I remember, like, his knuckles were, like, like he was, like, knuckle deep into the boob. Like, just squishing. So them, horrific. Just squeezing it. And, uh, and the mom is just still, like, reading. A, and I'm like, Leslie, I, like, tell me what you think. And she's like, no, that's totally inappropriate. That's... If the kid is old enough to go self serve, like yes. he's old enough, he can to cut be- his own meat. He can yeah. go to the restroom by himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, wow. so I was so two things. One, I think this kid's too, like I don't know what the cutoff is, and it's not my place to say. Hey, I think you need. To, it doesn't matter to me. But but f- since you brought it into my world, right. and I'm looking at, I it, will judge you. I, I we all make judgments and mm-hmm. decisions, and I've decided to myself at that moment or with my wife that this is. This is a weird situation. This is yes. This is off. And I feel like what kind of a psychopath doesn't think it's weird to uh, one allow her six year old to breastfeed. Two, do it in public. Don't you know that like people are going to be looking at you like, lady? Yeah. There's a lot of opinions about this on mm. both sides. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Well, I was irritated because the kid didn't take them both out. I'm like, come <laughs> on, buddy. Like, I want a show. <laughs> <laughs> When, when my son was born and my parents came to the hospital to visit, um, like a day, I was still in the hospital, but it was after the initial visit, and I had him, I was nursing him under something, and I guess my dad just didn't know that that was going to be our plan, and he walks in, and he sees what I'm doing, and he goes, ugh, you're doing that? <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, just don't, do, don't be like those women who just do it in the Burlington Mall, wherever they want. <laughs> what? Got it, Dad. <laughs> Noted. But they have to. Yeah. It's like the kid needs to eat. Like yeah. It's, mm-hmm. We're still, I think it's American culture. We're still like little um, Puritan in, in those oh, ways, yeah. right? Like Very, I, yeah. I, I just I just feel like, you know, in France, I don't know, I've never been to France, but it just seems like a place where like mom's walking around topless with two kids latching, <laughs> right? you know. Well, it's certainly more liberal girl. over yeah, there. Sure, yeah. sure. A, well, they're more mature about it. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's a boob. Like, right. Act like you've been there before, right? I don't right? think they sexualize everything like we do either. Yeah. Right. Well, so. the topless beaches are pretty yeah. common, right? Yeah. Here we have to have free the nipple rallies and, <laughs> and get weird about it. Like, <laughs> it's the society we live in. My kids have asked about nude beaches. Again, I don't know what they're what? watching. <laughs> My daughter, daughter who wants to go to juvie, actually said, um, this is really, I can't believe I'm admitting this. She's like, something came up about nude beaches, and she was like, where are they? And I was like, not around here. Over in Europe, they can be very common. And she goes, how would you feel about being on a nude beach, Mom? And I was like, I don't know. I wouldn't. Why? But I I said I, I, I wouldn't go topless, but why? Mm-hmm. And she's like, because your boobs point down instead of out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and did you say, I have you to thank for that, Maeve? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yes. Because it's all because of you yes. too. That is hilarious. Yeah. So Oh kids. Kids. Um all right. So Julie, I wanted to get into um you are part of a 
Is it a pilot program that you're running or yeah. part of participating so I, in? Yeah. So okay. I've been doing some, I've been nerding out on parent-child coaching, right? So kids with behavior challenges, mm-hmm. anything from excessive whining to, you know, borderline breaking the law if they're mm-hmm. older kids. Um, it's been really, really humbling and fun to be a part of and to kind of get exposure to it because, well, primarily because I realize on a day-to-day basis how much I'm doing wrong with my own kids. So it's actually serving as a bit of a course correction. (laughs) Never too late. (laughs) So what have you learned? What are like some good takeaways or observations? Yeah. And um, this is pretty timely because I think, as you said, we're a couple weeks into school, 17 days for us, but who's counting? Um, And... You know, we've gone from summer, loosey-goosey, sort of unstructured yeah. time, not a lot of rules or nobody's following them, to a really structured and rigid time with a lot of activities and stuff. And so one of the things I've been working with my kids on and some clients is all around effective instructions. So I'm going to ask you two and see who's closest. Mm-hmm. Or tell me your guess. How many instructions do you think your kids get on average in a day. Oh gosh. It's definitely going to be way more than I think. I'm going to go with a hundred. Okay. What do you think? Uh, when you say instructions, it, can it be as simple as please take out the trash? That's, anything. That's anything you're asking okay. them to do. Uh, or telling them what not yeah, to do. I would say 20 at home and 20 at school. Oh, guys, guys. Oh. 300 to 350. What? Whoa. Yeah. So it's everything from please take out the trash to put your socks in the hamper, mm-hmm. stop hitting your sister, get in the car, put your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, time to do your math, mm-hmm. right? So yep. 300 to 350. So just imagine. And then of that, I guessed 3,000, <laughs> by the way. Um, but just imagine... As a child, if you could put yourself in their shoes, just the amount of like neurotransmitters constantly yeah. firing. And sometimes I feel like in our house, like I'm just always telling them to stop doing something or to do something. Yeah. If you were to think about what comes out of my mouth on a daily basis, it's mostly those two things. Mm-hmm. So one of the things um, we've been practicing is this idea of effective instructions, right? And for and again, the goal is to get your kids to do what you want them to do because we're mm-hmm. the parents. So you think about like do's and don'ts. So in order to provide a cle- an effective instruction, it needs to be specific, mm-hmm. right? So not clean up your room, but make your bed, put your up clothes your in the clothes. hamper, mm-hmm. and open your blinds, right? Mm-hmm. Very specific instructions. And this is obviously age appropriate. It, it, it can vary. Um, they should be positive. And by positive, I mean not not things like stop, instead of stop touching your sister at mealtimes, keep your hands to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one because yes. I spend so much time telling our son to stop doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So much time. And it feels really hard to, and not firm enough to be like, stay in your personal space. Yes. And be like, stop <laughs> fucking hitting yes. her. Yes. Yeah. Um, so really being intentional, making sure you have their attention. So like with our son, a lot of times I will have to like get to his eye level, mm-hmm. get his attention and say, in the next 15 minutes, I need you to put your cleats on. Yeah. Have a snack and get outside. Yep. Those three things do you understand? And I need to get um, commitment from him that he understands, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the important thing, there's a few more things in here, but then the important thing is when they don't follow through, when they do follow through, praise. Yeah. Immediate praise, event driven. So like, hey, great, great job keeping your hands to yourself at mealtime. That mm-hmm. was great. Don't do it at bedtime. Do it immediately. Um, but consequences. And this ties into family rules, which is another whole topic that I'm loving and hating these days <laughs> equally. Um, but consequences. So if they don't follow through, mm-hmm. half the times I give them, I, I, I'm frustrated. I right. eye roll and I berate him or her for not doing what I asked them to do. Um, but attaching to that effective instruction, like, let's keep our hands to ourselves. If not, you're not going to be sitting at the dinner table anymore. You're going to be mm. eating on the screened in porch. I have to be prepared as a parent that that works for me to follow through right. on and that it's obviously mm-hmm. safe and not mm-hmm. harmful to him and then follow through with it. And I, I've got to say, we've started doing this over the last two weeks or so. And it, it's, I'm not saying we have a hundred percent hit rate, but I think the thing I've fallen down on so much is that follow through. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting, right? It's like, really exhausting. I have a hard time with that, too, the consequence piece, because it's so easy to just be like, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be annoyed and walk away, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. versus instilling those consequences, because it's another thing for you to have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a one-upper. <laughs> but the consequence part is my favorite part. <laughs> Because it's not my consequence. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit if you miss the bus. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the other day, oh, first of all, I think I've said this with you, Liz. Um, from time to time, mm-hmm. I will hear my wife doing the instructional stuff. And she mm-hmm. is just like you. You sound like a mom. You guys all went to mom camp or something. Like, <laughs> put on your cleats. Yep. Have a snack. Oh, get your water bottle. Because all moms need to make sure their kids have water. I don't know what it is. With they need to be I never had water growing up. I yeah. probably went no. my first 15 years without ever <laughs> yeah. sipping water. But. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, now all of a sudden the kids die if they don't mm-hmm. get water every 10 minutes. Anyway, I hear her doing that. I hear the the, uh, the excitement or the raised level of uh, some stress. Some anxiety there, anxiety yeah. Anxiety in her voice. Yep. That is like electricity in the room mm-hmm. that's that's getting them and they're getting into it. And it just sounds like a shit show. It sounds like things are moving along. It sounds like she could use some backup. It sounds like she should... You know what? It's kind of like the manager comes out and pulls, the, like, we're going to the bullpen. Yes. That would be me. Yeah. So what I do is I come in fresh. I'm I'm not stressed. I just don't, to be honest, I have to throw my wife under the bus, but I'm kind of getting sick of hearing her talk, too. Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like figure it out. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, there's no resolve in sight here. You're done. You, all of you, you know. So I'm like, Leslie, I'll, I'll take care of it. And she's like, sweet. Yeah. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And she'll walk out, and I just go, all right. Look, we're not going to mess around anymore, right? You, you upset your mom. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. This is what's expected of you. You understand that. Like, perfect. Just the other yeah, day. Perfect. Charlie was fucking off and he was going to miss the school bus. And I said, You're going to miss the school bus and I'm going to let you miss the school bus. Mm-hmm. And he got upset because oh. missing the school bus yep. is like, Oh, my world is all fucked up now yeah. because I don't know. My routine is cha- like when I get to school. Yeah. Where, where do I go? Right. And and I'm not with my friends. And I'm, natural consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, well, be prepared for it because that's what's going to happen. And 
dad Uber over here, Duber, as I like to call myself, <laughs> Duber charges one dollar. He's like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. I love it. You're, oh, that's awesome. You're, you're gonna make me pay a dollar? I said, yeah, yep. one dollar. That's what it costs when I have to take you to school. <sighs> which, which I'm gonna go to Starbucks anyway. I'm just right. gonna drop you off. <laughs> but you're gonna give me a dollar. That is a perfect example and a segue into this idea of natural consequences and logical consequence. So a natural consequence of your kiddo being late is he misses the bus. The logical consequence is kind of like the one you impose with the dollar, mm-hmm. right? My daughter won't bring a water bottle to gymnastics. All right, the natural consequence is you're going to get really freaking thirsty because mm-hmm. you've got two hours of cartwheels. <laughs> um, you know, the logical consequence might be you just got sick because you put your mouth on that bubbler at, mm-hmm. or I guess that's more of a natural consequence. So like that's not one mm-hmm. I would quote unquote give a logical consequence or a punishment for, mm-hmm. but it could be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think as long as safety's not at play. Yeah. You want to climb that tree? Yeah. Go, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and I think one of the things I've, I'm trying to lean into with this idea of like coaching our kids with their emotions is like in the homework example, sometimes my first reaction is to be like, suck it up. You have, this is going to take you 10 minutes. Yes. You know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm trying to lean in more to saying like, I hated homework too. Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want to do this right now. I would. I would also rather be playing video games than doing this right now. Mm-hmm. And like, providing space and pause to for them to know like I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that you understand their feelings and mm-hmm. they not can gonna expre- pretend they it's not hard. Yeah. Or you can do this. It's easy. It'll be over in mm-hmm. ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I've. Uh, what I, I was raised with a lot of negative reinforcement. It just made it worse. <laughs> See, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, it taught me that homework is a punishment. Mm, Ho- homework, mm-hmm, yeah. homework is uh, something that you have to do. It, and it, like, okay, I did it. Do I get a Do I get a bowl right, of ice cream? Right, like, totally where, yeah. where's the where's, dangling what carrot? Is this like, getting me? Okay, so I did it. All I All I got as a reward was you not fucking with me. Like, yeah. I mean, that was nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's why I give my kid a dollar. Like, also, I'm teaching my kids. I don't know. It's just something I, I i believe in but you know you work you get, you get paid, rewarded right? yeah totally so i pay my kids like 50 bucks at the end of a school year mm-hmm. or, or at the end of a semester you know like hey you did good you know like when they get into high school it's going to be a hundred dollars for an a 75 dollars for a b nothing for c's and below something to that effect mm-hmm. right and i think that would be an incentive i there, don't know there is a yeah. there is a lot of science around both what i just said the consequences but also rewards obviously as appropriate and it's up to every parent and different it's all relative and stuff but um you know praising and rewarding our kids for job well done or going above and beyond the same way you would kind of in the workforce now Mm -hmm. i have a bit of an issue with sometimes rewarding them for what they should actually be doing as decent human beings, right? Yeah. So sometimes I have to catch myself and be like, wait, this isn't above and beyond. Right. This yeah. is meeting my expectations yes. as a functioning member of society. So yes. you're getting shit for this. Yeah, right, no, right. we have the same thing in our house because we do pay our kids for chores. They do do their chores and they mm-hmm. get you know, compensated for that. But then sometimes... I'll like ask Avery's having like, let's say Avery's having a friend over and like our, the, the carpet in the front room is dirty. And I'm like, all right, well, so-and-so is going to be here in half an hour. Can you vacuum the, the carpet for me? Um, and she'll be like, how much are you going to pay me? Mm. Go, I'm not. You're having a friend over and you want me to take you yeah. and your friend to Starbucks, which I'm happy to do. I want you to vacuum the carpet. Oh, yeah. You just broke a cardinal rule in effective instructions that I <laughs> oh, left out. Oh no. Never position it as a question. 
Oh, yes. I do that all the time. Please vacuum the carpet. Yes. You're the boss. I'm you the get boss. to tell them. I I'm the that. boss, damn it. <laughs> Simon, can you please take Wilma for a walk? Nah, I'm watching TV. No, it's not a request. It's an order. Yeah. Like, why did I why did I position it like yeah. that? That's an excellent hey, can point. You, can you do me a favor and bring up the laundry basket? I call my wife out on this all the time with me. She always, <laughs> she, she'll, she'll ask me something, and I just cut to the chase. I'm like, I, I don't want to play this game. Why don't you just tell me what, right. what you want me to say? <laughs> Before I fuck something up and, and yell at and me. And then I'll go do it. Like, my, my husband gets mad at me all the time for this because I'll say, hey, do you want to um, do you want to put a load of laundry in? And he's like, no. Do you, are you asking me to put a laundry yeah. in? Yeah. Do we want to maybe think about blah, blah, blah? Yeah. He's like, sounds like you do. Right. Yeah. I, I do that yeah. Yeah. too all the time. Yeah, Julie, your Jedi mind tricks aren't going to work <laughs> with me. Just like, say that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Just, what do you just say? Just bottom line me. Yeah. Yes, bottom yeah. line me. We're simple like, creatures. Yeah, I just don't need to have the conversation leading up to, to you already know where you're right? Yeah. <laughs> Something's happening in this conversation. Only one of us knows where we're going to mm -hmm. yeah. where we're going to arrive. Yes. So just get to it. You should we're always, as a husband, you should always assume that your wife is three steps yeah. ahead yes. of yeah. you. She's already made a decision. <laughs> yep. She's already envisioned like a completed task in her mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to play catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I would say you just need to be more direct. Yeah. You know, Fair. just cut to the chase. Yep. Because you're you're playing with me like right. like I'm a ball of yarn like and you're, you're acting like, around. Yeah, it's just like it's like I'm playing this game. Like I'm like you want me. I know what you want, so I'm just to say this, and then you're like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm like that was. That was kind of patronizing almost. You're almost belittling me. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I just call her out and make fun of it. But Yeah, my husband will say, like, you're acting in a way that makes me feel like I'm a part of this decision, but the decision's <laughs> yes. been made. Yes. 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 This guy no. knows what's up. I mean, I've, yeah. I've actually said to Dan, I'm not looking for your opinion. Mm -hmm. I've made the decision, and this is what we're going to do. Yep. Okay? That's I very just direct. execute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I execute. Yep. Yep. And it's because I've already, like, mentally calculated a thousand scenarios in my mind and mm -hmm. I've come up with the best one. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just telling you, yeah. this is the best one. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that's a typical conversation as, you know, life's evolving, things are happening, yes. you deal with it as it comes in, right? But then there's the big picture. These are, the, my wife had a, and I have arrived to the honeydew list. We both appreciate mm. it. Like I've said to her, like we have our morning coffee and it's supposed to be nice morning coffee where we can kind of be like looking on our phones, at the yeah. news and, and what, uh, and, and kind of talk and stuff as the kids are doing their thing. But sometimes it turns into like, okay, game plan for the day. Yeah. And sort of like, mm -hmm. and I've just said, Hey, just this conversation could be replaced with just a list. Just write it down. Just write it down. Give me 24 hours. It'll be done. Unless nice. you put a star next to it, then it needs to be done immediately. But <laughs> like, we don't have to do this every day. I don't need to go into the briefing. All right, boss, what am I doing today? Like, just right. You know what's interesting? I'm curious to hear your perspective as a male and yours as mm -hmm. a female is. I think I know. I, I kind of think I know where you're going to sit on this one. But I find in our house, right, we're both very. It's very equitable in terms of all the things. Yep. Never fifty-fifty because it it never is, and anybody who says it is is lying. Mm -hmm. Um. But I notice, and I've noticed for a long time, like, I'm always the director. Oh, yeah. Always. I also don't like to be told what to do. So it's 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 a double-edged sword. So I'll notice, like, last night at bedtime, I was like, James, can you make sure she's doing what she needs to be doing up there? Mm -hmm. And, like, can you tell Simon he has 10 minutes left? Right? So, like, I've got it all in my mind of what time he needs to be reading in bed by, what time lights are out. There's never, ever in the history of our relationship been a situation where my husband would ever do the reverse 
Oh no, because well, he's not in charge of that. But is it is it is it sexism? Did I design it this way? I'd be friggin' annoyed if he was like, "Hey Julie, can you make sure Maeve's brushing her teeth?" Yeah. And I'd be like, no. "Fuck you, I've got yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> yes. You've, yeah. tra- like, you've trained him. Yeah. It's by design. Yep. You've but trained him. But I also him. think I also think if I didn't train him. I don't know what would go on in Those our house. Those kids would never have they their would teeth not brushed. Sleep. <laughs> they would not brush their teeth. Like and not and like God bless him. He's so great. But I am an executor and organizer, and Same. I I have a very tight ship. He's just more loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. We're also wired to yeah. be the directors of the house too, and you don't need two directors, right? Don't. So and if he started being like, I want to co-direct, you'd be like. Absolutely not. You're in the way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you're in the you're, way. You're, you're, there's <laughs> duplicity here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's times where I, I, I prove to my wife, I'm like, hey, just sit this one out. I got it. Like, yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm not to be condescending, but I'm like, I'm going to show you how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, tough guy. And then I'm like, hey, guys. I'm not, I'm not, this is, I preface it with, I'm not putting up with any of this bullshit tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get upstairs, you do it. Like when they know, like I'm being cool, but I'm being serious. Yeah. They'll be like, all right, dad doesn't want to mess around. You know, he, let's. But you over. and your wife kind of, you, that was sort of, sort of a conscious choice, right? An intention, mm-hmm. like in a normal Tuesday night. Is oh, there yeah. one of you that is the first one to be like. Yes, my wife is the default. Yeah, okay. Default parent. Parent. Mm -hmm. And then I am on, a lot of times my wife will go out to dinner Mm -hmm. or she'll have something. So I've got the kids. Other times it's like, you know what? Sit this one out. Like you're... You're in a zone right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're picking up a vibe and yeah, she yeah. Needs, you're yeah. you're actually your energy. I think is making it worse yeah. with the kids. Oh yeah, like, you're, you're, you're hyping you're hyping them up. Yeah. So I think this is this is probably going to sound very controversial. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what we like. <laughs> I think that like our house sometimes, and I'm talking about like the day to day stuff, mm-hmm. operates better when there's only one adult in the room. I think that's a fair statement because. The kids might be trying to play you off each other if they're exactly. not getting the answer that they're looking for. And if there's just one authority figure there, then there's one opinion, there's one direction, there's one whatever. Exactly. Yeah, my kid pulled mm-hmm. that crap on me the other day. We were doing the homework. Mm-hmm. And I made him read the word problem, and he didn't want to do it. And I said, okay, I have to go do something, work on this. I leave. I hear him, Mom. Yep. And she's reading to him. Mm-hmm. And I come, I, I stop running through. I'm like, hey. Leslie, this doesn't concern you. You didn't know what you walked into. Mm-hmm. But Charlie, I told you to read that. Mm. Yeah, this is just like if you asked me if you could go to your friend's house and I said no. And then yeah, you went to yeah, find mom yeah. because you didn't like my answer. Yep. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. yeah, you just got to step in. I don't know. I'd let my wife is the perfect wife and mother. She's mm-hmm. just like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, yeah. She's got it. She can handle it. She likes to do it. You guys are wired to be <laughs> on it. Like you're, that's a maternal thing. I think is I think to so. you love your kids and you want everything to be right and you know their teeth need to get brushed. You guys are so big on dental hygiene. I like, compared <laughs> oh, to I'm really average, not my, that big on it actually. Compared to the average, my dad, kids started flossing on their own. I was uh, like, I don't even do that. Uh, <laughs> well, we got a reprimand from the dentist because like oh, you need to watch wow. your son brush his teeth, and I'm like, all right, yeah. and I watch him, and I'm like, holy yeah. shit, <laughs> you, you suck at this. <laughs> He just he puts it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. He just uh, chewing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's done. I'm like, dude, no. I'm like, I'm like, open your mouth. And I'm brushing his <laughs> yeah. teeth. I'm like, you get under, then do the front, do the tongue. Yeah, yeah do the tongue. Maybe the sides of your cheeks. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, you guys. I have a meeting in 15 minutes, so I gotta, I gotta wrap All this right. up. I'm sorry. Okay. Are, are we are we done here? Is this it? 
Uh, if you guys can keep going, I, no, I no, have to I, leave though. I've, I've got to go too. But was there anything? Uh, no, we're good. No, we're no, no. Good. We went through it. Okay, that's yes. it. All right, listeners. Hope you, uh, God, we really covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, we didn't did. We like yeah, went did. over passive aggressive neighbors. We went over parenting tips. We went over some back to school stories. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Where to but, whip out a boob and yes, where not to. Exactly. You know? Breastfeeding <laughs> etiquette. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we really covered it all. So, listeners, yep. thank you guys for joining us as usual. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, etc. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Town Scuttlebutt, where Rick will be posting more gems. <laughs> so, we're looking to go viral before we, the end of the want, year. We want to get insta famous. Insta famous. Yeah. Thank Almost. you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.